Greetings, everyone. This is your favorite professor, Dr. A, here once again to provide you with words of encouragement to start your day. This is the Express Your Best podcast, a podcast where we specifically focus on outstanding college students. We talk about the highs and the lows of their college journey. And we also like to talk about some words of encouragement or motivation that they might have for their peers. You've heard this all before. Uh, If you're listening again, and if you have not listened to us before, I hope that you will go to Spotify or Anchor or uh, Apple Podcast and listen to our other episodes. With that being said, let's go ahead and get us started for today. We have such an outstanding guest with us today. I'm not even going to use that S word. I'm not going to say that he's special because then you all will say, you always tell us that. But I will say that I consider him to be an outstanding young man. He is um, in the field of journalism, and I've just been doing some homework about, you know, this this industry and its relationship to black males. And, you know, just if you watch the news or watch sports or any type of uh, form of media, Uh, you know that there's not always the greatest representation when it comes to Black males. Um, Most of what we see is not necessarily positive. And so I'm so excited that he's going to talk to us about his involvement in the industry of journalism. uh, and, And it's from a positive perspective. And so I know that you're going to be interested and you will love to hear all that he has to say. But before I tell it all, let me go ahead and introduce him. We go way, way back, y'all. His name is Delani. Welcome, Delani. Hi, everybody. Well, as she said, my name is Delani. Uh, as she said again, we go way, way back. Uh, I went to Arupe College of Loyola, Yahoo, um, for liberal arts. And now I'm going to Loyola Lakeshore Campus for communication studies. Nice. Well, this is the first time I'm hearing about this. I see Daylani quite often, but I don't know how it escaped me. I didn't know you were going to Lo- Loyola. Great job. Congratulations. Thank you. That's pretty exciting, Daylani. But you won't be too far. That means that I can always bug you when I want to, right? Oh, no, no I don't I don't plan to go too far. You know, I got to come back to Rupert to show my face. Oh, well, good. I'm glad to hear that. Now, you mentioned that you were getting a liberal arts degree. Is that right? Yes. Okay. So tell me, what are some of your um, academic interests? Um, What goes along with getting a liberal arts degree? What are you interested in doing? Um, First things first, when it comes to uh, high school to income and college students, please, and I say please, when you're ready to go to college, find out what you want to do. Because I came into college not knowing what I really wanted to do, and I was told liberal arts is kind of like, you know, hey, it's going to be just like high school or something, which it kind of was. But, you know, looking at other fields, it's like, man, I could have really be doing this and that and this and that. Um, but so far, my liberal arts, uh, just having a liberal arts class, which wasn't that bad. I mean, it's liberal arts. It kind of generally goes over what, you know, is seen in the world. You know, got to do a little bit of math, a little bit of science. A little bit of understanding of the human mind and a little bit understanding of the human philosophy. Um, a little understanding of how media works and how media, um, how through media you can talk to people. So I would say liberal arts, even though it's kind of, you know, one of those like, oh, it's like the McDonald's of the major fields. Just like McDonald's, this is still good enough way to, you know, dip your foot in the water. 
Never heard that analogy, but analogy before. I like that. So it's the McDonald's of the liberal arts field. Is that right? Did I say I right? was I was I was saying liberal arts is the McDonald's of like the college majors because uh, nobody nobody really expects it. It's more of like the, you know, well, if I don't know what I'm really doing, I'll just do liberal arts. It's but, pretty you know, safe. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm glad that you said that because a lot of students don't know that traditionally everyone has to take certain core courses and there are about 61 credit hours that are mandatory for you to take. And that that's wherever you decide to go to school. So know that you're going to be taking those courses. And because Arupe is a two-year college, you are really focusing on those core courses. But if you decide, you know, whether you're going to a four-year university or a two-year university, those first uh, one and a half, two years, everyone's taking the same thing. So Delani yeah. shared that with you. You're going to be taking a little bit of math, a little bit of science. You'll take some communication courses so that you have those basics down. Well, for Delani, it's now time to get into those major courses. And so tell us, what's your major? Uh, my major is communication studies. Okay, I like it. So you are planning to do what? What's next after you graduate with this communication studies um, degree? Um, one of the plans is to basically do what you're doing, maybe start a podcast. Uh, but from what from the looks of it, it's almost like everybody has the podcast and I would have to be doing something different, you know, have to put my own ring to it. Because, I mean, you, you give a mic and somebody a camera and that's automatically a podcast. I mean, it's it's one of those plans that I, I plan to do, but knowing how, you know, the, the whole area is, I may want to put a weight on it. Um, broadcasting maybe the next step. Uh, I've done a lot of connecting with broadcasters, and they were like, just you know, sometimes you got to start from the bottom to you know get to the top. Um, shout out uh, to this lady named Tina that we met at our uh, job not too long ago. She started as just someone pressing buttons for a news station, and now she has clients like Deion Sanders and Dwayne Wade, you know, coming to her about stuff when it comes to communications and you know writing stuff for commercials and things like that. So hopefully, you know, just getting an internship at some big place like uh, Fox or WGM, that'll be the case. Or sometimes I just want to stay local. Um, a little bit about me. I grew up in a North Lawndale neighborhood. Um, and, you know, one of those things, like you said in your intro, a lot of a lot of times we are seen as, you know, equal when it comes to other neighborhoods like Rogers Park and so and so. And what I kind of wanted to do was, you know, take my knowledge from college and try to express that to my neighborhood, showing that my neighborhood isn't more than just, oh, someone passed away or oh, a new vacant lot. So, you know, one of the things that I kind of want to do with this degree is some more community engagement. Oh, I like it. Now, see, these are all things Delani has not shared with me. I love that you um, are really interested in the community engagement piece because there is such a need for it, uh, particularly when people think about what Chicago is like. Many people mm -hmm. that live in the city, has li have lived in the city their entire lives, don't really know about the diversity of our neighborhoods and mm -hmm. the beauty, the, the wealth that is in all of our neighborhoods. There's something special about these neighborhoods that Chicago has. And so it is up to you and others to make sure that they're sharing that. So I, I'm really glad that you brought that up. 
Um, you also talked about, you know, how saturated this uh, podcast, the area of podcasting seems to be. There is still room. I want to let you know, um, mm -hmm. because it is an ever growing uh, field, but there are so many opportunities to do something unique, like you just mentioned. So I don't want you to, you know, make that out to be something small, like, oh, anybody can put that together. It is something that's growing, but you have the right idea to make sure that you've got a, a, something unique that you want to share uh, and connecting what you were talking about with the neighborhoods is, you know, sounds like a good direction to, to get into. Yeah. I know that you're doing something in your community right now in North Lawndale that kind of connects the media and also um, community. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Um, this will probably answer a future question about, you know, what is my career like in general right now? Um, so I work for a nonprofit local organization run by uh, Chicago Youth Service Corps or CYC. It's called the New School. Um, so, you know, the brief stuff that we do is that, uh, you know, we focus on journalism. We put out uh, a news article every month. Um, I want to say 12 to 14 pages giving out to uh, 10,000 members in the, in the community and uh, going on. Uh, we've been doing that, I want to say, for a couple, like three years. Um, and so far, a lot of the students who write these interviews get a lot of views online. And, you know, once again, this is going out to the neighborhood, so they automatically can get a lot of views. And then there's another part, the broadcasting part. So that's where I basically come in. That's my forte, even though I'm kind of decent at journalism. Uh, so in that, we're doing a lot of videotography, photography, um, doing interviews like you are now, doing podcasts. Um, I was, you know, blessed to do color commentary one time for a boxing event. And uh, we also do, we hold, hold panels. We do a lot of good stuff in the neighborhood. But yeah, that's 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 so far from what I got. Wow, that sounds really great. I wonder, how does the community respond to you when you go out and do these interviews? And I know you said that you all get a lot of reviews. Are they positive? Are people really reading? Um, yeah, because there, there, there will be times where I remember like our first or second uh, issue came out. And I guess we were late, uh, you know, bringing in the newspapers. And I remember my boss was saying like, hey, we got a, a lot of calls of people like, hey, where's the news? Where's the oh, newspaper? Nice. Where's the newspaper? And uh, there will be times where I bring in newspapers to the school or into uh, over the other shops and stuff. And, you know, we'd come in, we're like, hey, uh, you know, you've been sold out of newspapers. So I'm like, oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> oh, what's and, the name of the publication, Delani? Um, It is called Chicago Leader. Okay, Chicago Leader. So I just want to make sure. Now, is that really only accessible in the North Lawndale area? Uh, So far, yes. Um, when we give our newspaper to the post office, uh, our boss only sends it to North Lawndale communities. So it's, when I say it's local, it's very local. Okay, great. So for those of you who are listening and you've never visited the North Lawndale community, you can go over there, right? What, what might be some of the areas, uh, streets where we could find the North Lawndale area? Cause I've visited before, but I have to, I don't, I don't have the parameters set. So if people know where Little Village is, North Lawndale is basically literally north of the neighborhood. Um, if people know where Homer Square is, that's going to be south of the neighborhood. So I'd say some streets that will, you know, really 
you know, spot out North Lawndale would be Independence or Douglas, uh, Roosevelt Road, Kedzie Avenue, uh, 16th Street. So those are some of the main streets that we usually have. Uh, I think Sacramento is also in that neighborhood. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm checking this out here. So K-Town, people might have heard of K-Town. Is that yes. in, the, that's in yes. the North Lawndale area also? Yes. Okay, good. I think those are some really um, great location points, some mic markers for people to have an idea of where they can find the North Lawndale area. So if you are going through North Lawndale or you want to visit and see what's happening over there, that you can pick up the publication. Um, and it's usually in the grocery stores, schools maybe? Um, grocery store, grocery stores, schools, and then I mean you can always just come to our uh home space, which is thirty one fifty one West Douglas. And if you seem pretty interested in what we do or what we have, you know, we have a bunch of our old and current uh, news articles. So I mean, stop by. And you guys are housed in a historic building. Yeah, we're right. in uh Saint Agatha Church. Okay, yeah. I dropped by there. I was so shocked to see Daylani at work. Yeah, I was. Um, I was so shocked to see you too. I'm like, what? What is? What is Loyola doing at my church? Of all I know. I told him I came to check up on him, see if he was still doing any work there. But they are doing some awesome things at St. Agatha, and uh, Daylani is really a part of that. Um, you've told us so much about what you're doing now. It seems like you have a, a full blown career uh, right this very minute. Uh, but I know that there is lots of growing to do, and some of that takes place during your college journey. What what have been some of the highlights of the college journey for you, Delani? Uh, going to school in a Spider Man suit is one. <laughs> Are you going to tell us why you were in school in the Spider Man suit? Uh, so the first time it was Halloween. So the I'm first like, time. The first time it was Halloween. <laughs> the second time I only came in with my mask. And that was for April Fool's Day. And then the last time we because it was Halloween again. So all right. I think I missed I missed all of those days. But what else? Something else that's been a highlight for you. What else have you loved about going to Arupe? Um BSU and BMS. So for those who don't know, BMS is Black Men for Success, and BSU is the Black Student Union. Um as a lot of people don't really know that in the school we still have a you know low percentage of African Americans in the campus. So we're basically what I like to call the minorities in the minority. Mm -hmm. And um just just to know that, you know, there's other African Americans also, you know, being in that school with me, not just any African Americans, African Americans from different backgrounds, different parts of the country. Um it's just nice to know that I'm not alone sometimes. Um, yeah. And then we do things like we go out and events, we go to the basketball games, we have barbershop talks. We basically do stuff that we usually do with our friends or our family, but we get to do with our college friends and staff. And uh, mm -hmm. that's another thing that I like to bring up. Um, the love that I have from the staff is unparalleled from what I, because even when I go you know, around the staff, it's like, this is so different from high school. It's just, you know, Going up to the staff, asking you know personal questions about what's going on in life, uh, just eating with the staff, and then it's all it's all so much stuff that I didn't expect for like from the staff, you know. So yeah, those are great. I I know that sometimes students forget 
uh, the relationships are really key when you are uh, in this college uh, on the college journey. Uh, you know, not just relationships with friends, but also relationships with your college professors and administration and other staff. Those are relationships that can take you far. So, you know, it's not as if we you know, love on you while you're at Arupe and then say, okay, see you later. Bye. Don't ever mm -hmm. call us again. I mean, we these, these relationships are lifelong. And so I know that Daylani knows that he's stuck with us. We can't, you yeah. know, he can't get rid of us now. Uh, we'll be still checking on you, making sure you're doing okay. And he knows, uh, we also know that he'll be checking on us too, to make sure that things are running well at Arupe. Mm -hmm. So, you know, as always, we have with those highs, we also have some lows. And I know that there uh, have likely been some challenges for you um, during your college journey. Can you share um, something that might have been a challenge and how you uh, resolved it, or it could be something you're still working on. Um, just an overall challenge I would say is procrastination. I still procrastinate to this day. Uh, the simplest way that I've been able to use my procrastination is use a planner, use a calendar. You know, I, I, anytime I'm not doing anything, I check my calendar or planner every day just to make sure that I'm not missing anything. Because even like, like I said to this day, I still procrastinate on stuff. I still forget. I still, you know, do the, uh, I could probably do it an hour from now. Uh, but, you know, to, to contend with that, I just be like, why don't you just do it now and get out of the way? And that's how I've been able to deal with stuff when it comes to, uh, especially like the summertime, like with college, like, you know, I'd be there on like a Wednesday, Saturday or Sunday and be like, man, I have nothing to do. But homework is due on Monday. Why don't we just get it done now? Daylani, you also mentioned procrastination, and that is huge. So many students deal with these same issues. Oh, I'm sorry, not just students, but adults as well. Procrastination can be something that impacts us throughout our entire lives. So I'm really glad that you have some strategies in mind that are going to help to resolve that. And and I understand that is something that we can continue to work on. But I do like what you said, you know, ultimately, <laughs> it comes down to just doing it right, like just get it done. When I procrastinate, yeah. it's like, hey, why don't you just get this out of the way? And then you don't have to worry about it later. <laughs> so that is such a great word of advice. I do have another question for you because you mentioned, you know, some pretty significant challenges that procrastination and also being, you know, um, having to deal with coming back after the, the height of the pandemic. What is it that or who or what kept you motivated? Why did you decide to keep going? Honestly, uh, I did. Huh. Okay. I remember I remember that time of the pandemic. I, I felt like my mom was like, oh, I mean, you keep going like this. You ain't going nowhere in life. And it's like, well, okay. One of my one of the things that I like doing is uh, I have a bad habit of proving people wrong. Mm -hmm. You know, because I remember that happening because, like, I had all Fs, all Ds and Fs. And she was like, man, you keep, I, I paid all this money for you to go to college. And it's how you act and all of this and that. And I'm like, I hear you. Okay. And I think that next fall, my grades basically got way better. I went from F to D's, I think B's and C's. And, you know, that was a good start. And then I think once, once we fully got back into just, you know, having regular classes, I remember going from 
you know, season B's to B's and B's. And then mm-hmm. I think the next year after that, I had made an honor roll. Wow. And so I just remember going back to my mom and I was like, so remember what you told me uh, first year I got here? And she was like, yeah, I'm like, keep the same energy. You not so want to I, throw it back in the face, are you? You didn't, you didn't throw it back in her face, did you? I did because I could, <laughs> I could, I could tell in her that like she really meant that stuff. So I was like, I mean, if you really meant what you said, then I'm gonna really mean what I do. Mm. You know, I would say another thing is that um, talking to my college friends, knowing mm. that you know, once again, I'm not alone. You know, they also deal with their own problems, they deal with their own struggles. So, you know, just being able to talk to them about a lot of the stuff also helped. And I think one of my most important ones, and what I said like early, because I love my staff, it's the staff. Um, They were basically my parents away from home, you know, anytime that I felt like, oh, I don't know how to do this. I'm not feeling right when it comes to doing my work. I would always check with you guys. Um, Shout out to Mr. Tarantino, you, Professor Armstrong, Professor... Cochran, Dean Keys, everybody. Uh, those are the people that I look to, you know, when I felt down, when I felt like I couldn't get the work done, when I questioned if, you know, I still want to do this. So I would say basically myself and a lot of my peers got me through college. Mm-hmm. And I, I would say just, you know, even, you know, with the struggle with my mom, just, you know, feeling like, oh, she got this vendetta against me because I messed up. I just I just wanted to make her proud, you know, mm-hmm. Um a lot, a little, some more a little about me. Uh, I'm basically the only male Jasper in our family, and I will be the first of my generation to have ever graduated college between me, my sister, and my cousins. Well, because they're younger than me, but you know, you get the, you get the gist. Yeah. And and you know, I have a lot of people, you know, you know, looking at me a certain way. When I say a certain way, is that you know they look up to me or they see me. It's like, oh, you could have been you know on the streets doing something, but instead you decided to follow this route. You know, I'm look. I'm looking to you. You know, if anything, so I feel like I always have somebody who's watching me or is looking for me to succeed. So I want to make sure that person gets a really good show. Hmm. Oh, I like that. Yeah, that you're going to. If you mean what you say, I'm going to really mean what I do. I like that, and and that you just. Hey, if you're paying attention to me already, I'm going to give you a good show. And, and, but yeah. what you said, even before that is key that at some point, um, and you might've heard us say this to you before that, you know what, I can't want this bad enough for you because at mm-hmm. some point you've got to want it for yourself. I mean, as much as your mother probably wanted to be that person to get you in class and physically take you there and make you do your work doesn't happen like that in college. So you've got to be able to make that decision for yourself and know that this is what you want to do. And now, you know, look at you. I'm I'm really glad that you came to that realization. And I'm also glad that we could help with that. We could give you some you know, tough love. You know what? Um, I even you guys helped me. Uh, I think you've seen him, DeMarco Chandler, my boss. Mm. Um, you know, I met him during that same pandemic time, you know, because I had failed looking for a job. Uh, and I remember telling him, like, oh, I go to Loyola. He goes, Loyola, man, that's a really good school. And I'm like, yeah, but I don't got the grades to say that. You're like, man, look, forget this work. Forget everything that I'm going to teach you. If you not, if you don't go to college and fix yourself, you can't have this job. Wow. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> well, if that's the case, I got to 
do my job. And then, you know, as I kept working and stuff, I get I kept seeing these opportunities that I could do with this job. And I'm like, man, I really don't want to, you know, lose this job. Yeah. And now it's like, I don't want to lose it. It's not because I don't want to lose it because of money now. It's because I could reach I could reach people who mm. don't have any outlet or good, you know, positive energy through the main source and through media. And it's like, okay, so I have something that I actually want to do now. And that's how I became a community studies major. Oh, that's good stuff. Love it. I wonder, well, we're going in that direction anyway. Um, you've said so many positive things that I've taken note of during our conversation today. Um, you talked about, you know, wanting to be a part of connecting the community and also letting people know more about the community in which you live. You've talked about, you know, keeping yourself motivated and how you can overcome or continue to work on improving procrastination. You also shared something that is, you know, really something that resonates with many students your age when it comes to having dealt with learning during the pandemic and how your relationships with your peers and your professors and staff have helped you to overcome that. Um, and all of that, I wonder, did you have any final words of encouragement uh, or wisdom that you can offer your peers, Daylani? Um, Honestly, I would just say sometimes you got to not trust your gut, but sometimes you just got to think before you do. Mm-hmm. And, do and everything uh for example the procrastination you could you know you got you come, got a question you got a question what you do sometimes mm-hmm. you know you, you send down you're doing nothing it's like i mean i could do nothing you know you check your computer you got something new on monday it's like i could do this or i could suffer the consequences and not do it and then find a way to do it mm-hmm. why don't you just do it Instead, yeah. you now now you're questioning not doing it. Now you're thinking about all these other things. If you just do it, all you got to worry about is just getting it done. Mm-hmm. And instead of you know trying to not do it and just you know trying to not procrastinate yourself, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I I would just say that life has choices, and there are some choices that you can't you know deal with there are some choices out of your control but even within those choices have a backup plan um Mm -hmm. you never know you never know when uh, oh i got this deal will come out of nowhere so Mm -hmm. yeah yeah that's great um you you went back to that just do it i mean just get it done because there's so many more benefits that come out of getting it done than if you just wait to the last minute and you're doing nothing half the time. I mean, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, those things are going to be there, but you're watching people make money. You're watching people create something when you can be creating. Um, And so I, I really like that you recognize that and that you're having an opportunity to see that firsthand with your experience in media. And also just understanding that life does have choices. Um, And so there will be a number of opportunities that will come before you. All of them are not yours, but if you're not paying attention, you won't know which door to take. Um, So you can do something and make a choice about it and also have a plan B. 
right? There are just so many things that are open to you um, as a creator. And so just know that you can be successful. Um, and whether it's your first choice or your second, there's still a chance for you. And Delani has shared so much with us today that helped to support this. So for those of you who are listening and thinking, I don't know what I want to do. He has shared with you, you know, how you can move forward, even in knowing that you don't, even in not being sure of what you want to do, there is a positive outcome, right? Eventually you get around to it. And I know that he's not finished because he is still evolving. That degree in communication is going to open a number of doors for you, Delani. I do want to yeah, say- I, I would say like my final, final word is sure. be patient. Because as much as, as much as you want to get a lot, like a lot of stuff done on time, don't stress yourself out trying to, you know, be a perfectionist. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a, there's a new thing that I've been saying is uh, not every fish is meant to be catch on the first reel. Mm. You know, because not every time, you know, you're not gonna stick the line every time. Not every, you know, essay is gonna be a hundred percent. You know, some of that stuff takes that time, that effort, that you know redoing abilities so i would say you know be patient but also you know like you said make sure you're not you know doing anything because as as you're being patient you could be you know working on your craft so Mm -hmm. work on your craft people Delani said it (laughs) we want to thank you once again for joining at the express your best podcast today we appreciate you Delani. i appreciate you for giving me the time of the day because uh (laughs) these kids (laughs) <laughs> oh he's about to get in work mode you all so we're going to get ready to let him go but once again uh we want to thank Delani for joining our show today and we just hope that you are listening and uh taking down notes from all of these wonderful things that he's had to share with you uh and this has been your favorite professor dr a here once again with a few words of encouragement to start your day have a great one y'all love you all stay black stay black